I started from nothing Never knew where my next meal was coming But I transform my life, I stay one step ahead Mindset of disruption, I own the edge This is a drill cast, where I bring the wisdom you need Everyone is selling knowledge, I get mine away for free I'm as real as it gets, you either love or hate me Best believe I'm major league, Bill Hines, that's me This is the thrill cast Hello everyone, on uh, this episode of the Thrillcast, we have professional race car driver Zoe, and uh, you can follow her at Zoe E Racing on all her uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, so we brought Zoe on, she's an up and coming race car driver, uh, some would say female race car driver, but you know, when, when you strap on the helmet and, and Zoe's in a race with you, you don't see female, you don't see male, you just see another race car driver who's very talented and very fast. So, you know, with this podcast, you know, for this episode, I wanted to bring someone on that's up and coming in the sport that is, you know, making waves in the sport. And, you know, she's a fearless driver and you have to have that type of, you know, um, uh, fearless attitude to, to jump in, especially the disciplines that she started in. And she started in one of the most hardest disciplines, which is open wheel racing. So what can go wrong, what will go wrong, can go wrong in open wheel racing. You I mean, your head's exposed. It's very dangerous. And then uh, to make matters worse, she then picked an even more dangerous sport by uh, making her professional debut with Stadium Super Trucks. So she was actually a, a, a competitor um, one could say even teammate of mine in, in that as well, um, in that sport and did an excellent, excellent job. So Zoe, take it away. Introduce yourself. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So I've been racing for about eight years now. I started when I was 11 years old in karting. How is that even possible? <laughs> I know, right? They let me drive at 11. That's crazy. She's got two amazing parents that are crazy that let her do what she wants. Yeah, when I was younger, when I first started, my mom actually worked on my go-kart. So it was us as a team together just trying to do this whole racing world. And so it was like a great experience when we first started because we got really close and just being at the racetrack together, it was really fun. And starting at a young age with her and then she's been with me through everything. It's been great. And my dad also has a racing background. So the help from both of them has been amazing. What did dad do? My dad basically gives me pointers, but my mom was the one working on my go-kart, which is not the usual. <laughs> so people would look at us like we're crazy when it's me driving this go-kart and my mom working on it. We love girls who love their mom. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. So your father was a race car driver too? Yeah, my dad used to race sprint cars. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's one thing that gets you involved for sure. Yeah. Who do you race for now? Um, well, I raced stadium super trucks this year, this year. You, wait, you yeah. race against Bill. You guys are. Yeah. Who's better? You or Bill? Zoe's better. Are you seriously better? <laughs> yeah, Zoe's excellent. Me and Bill raced the Saline series last year as well. Together. And you beat him? I What'd did beat him. He won race and I beat him the next. So it was yeah, great. I mean, there's this some, is crazy. there's some races I can win and it's, it depends. Is like, it mostly people your age that are in the super trucks? No. Your no. age. <laughs> All every stadium super trucks, that's a beauty. Like we have we had Max Gordon, who was twelve years old, racing against us. And he whose dad's a legend, his grandfather's 
even more of a legend. Did you beat the 12 year old? Uh, one race I one did. One race he did and one race he beat us. Good Lord. Well, one race I took him out, so. So is there <laughs> a, like another platform you aspire to get into racing wise or is this where you want to be in the monster trucks? Um, I love being in all types of racing. I think it makes me a better driver overall. So I'm always open to trying anything. I love open wheel. I love the sports car racing. Now I love the stadium super trucks. Just any type of racing I love being in. So I have... I would love to be in anything possible. What's best case scenario? End all, be all. Yeah. You can have whatever you want. Three to Indy 500. Yep. Stop. I was going to say that. That is like the coolest thing. Yeah. That would be so fun. I would love to do that. And and here's the thing, though. Most people that would say that, that would be a pipe dream for them, uh, Meg. So they would say like, oh, yeah, I wish I, went, I was a professional baseball player, football player, or soccer player, or I want to be uh, racing in the Indy 500. But with Zoe... Like she has the talent and all the abilities to actually make that dream a reality. Like she's that good. So how does it work? If you just want to enter a race, like you can just do so, or do you have to qualify? Do you have to have a certain amount of money behind you? How does it work? Um, I would say it's like all of those. You do have to have a certain amount of money in order to race. And then you do have to, I would say, qualify for like certain licenses in order to race. How much money gets you started? Well, it depends what series actually make. Yeah. Okay, so and just and it depends what sponsors you have. So. Yeah. So it depends. It all depends because, like, starting in open wheel versus sports car racing, it's uh-huh. completely different. It's more. It's more economical, or it's more difficult. There's difficulty, and there's more. It depends on the money and the sponsors and who's willing to help you and everything. Yeah, open wheel is definitely a lot. Like IndyCar is very expensive, but NASCAR is expensive. Is so there a different. formula to getting sponsors or you kind of have to reach out to people on your own or people come to you once you have a little bit of notoriety? I would say marketing yourself the best you can. And yes. the one that's helped me the most is the way I met Bill was just being in different, like at the racetrack and like walking around and then Bill reached out to me. <laughs> And was like, hey, like I saw you under the SST tent. I was like, yeah, I would love to race one of these. And then we ended up talking through there. But it's like being at the racetrack, even if I'm not racing, has helped me the most with getting sponsors and getting my name out there and being noticed. The other thing, too, is when that happened, it's a a good friend of yours, father's and yours, Casey Mears, who's a NASCAR driver, excellent driver, you know, and basically, we're like, who's that? And oh, she's racing. Was the F Formula Four? four yeah. Formula Formula Four Thousand, right? Or is it called Formula uh, Four? Formula so, Four, yeah. Yeah, Formula Four. So uh, I was like, Casey's actually. Oh well, that's the daughter of, and you know, a friend you know of her mine. Dad? Yeah, yeah, her dad's awesome. Her dad's a friend of yours. Uh, I, I don't know. That is know. so sweet. Would he consider like me that. a friend? Yeah, well, now so. yeah. for sure. Yeah. That, <laughs> well, I'm probably more closer to her mom. Her JJ, so the, her mom's awesome. Like literally, her mom will jump in, be a mechanic, uh, you know, like get dirty, like for her daughter. And the dad's like, I'm just watching, you know. It's yeah. so funny. But anyway, Casey Mears highly recommended her, and he sat me down, and he's like, Hey, listen, you know, she's more than capable. She's got the tools, but you know, hey, how do we help her get to the next level? And I was like, Well, obviously. She can intelligently speak. She can market herself. Like she's everything that a brand would want for a race car driver because she's going to be at the pointy end of the field, so meaning toward the front. She can speak. 
and she's going to look good on camera as well. She's not like, oh, okay, let's run from that, you know? So she does everything that a brand <laughs> would want to represent them in racing. So that's why we're, you know, coming up with a plan to try to help her. And, you know, part of that, Robbie Gordon obviously saw her and it's like, hey, you need to be in a truck as well. And as you know, Stadium Super Trucks is so popular worldwide. So Is it? Yeah. Where does it have a big following, I guess? Where's it? Well, worldwide. Like, all, like some of our been? videos get 30, 40 million views. Australia, we're huge in. Europe is starting to get better. Like, one of the Europe videos, one, like, motorsport, I forget the name of the, the actual um, Facebook page, but they shared one of our videos, and it had 32 million views. The stadium super trucks get a lot of media and like a lot of people love watching that. So it helps a lot with like a social media following. I notice. Yep. And it's, and the thing is with stadium super trucks, it's not expensive to run. You'd be, it's probably it's not expensive to like to, to no. So sponsors, you know, it's, it's not like IndyCar where IndyCar could be millions and millions of dollars a As year to sponsor. To sponsor, okay. yeah, for or NASCAR. So, like from NASCAR like a company is like perspective, thirty right? million. F one's like four hundred million. To, to sponsor an IndyCar, IndyCars, yeah, is like, millions, uh, millions, yeah, for the year because you can't sign on for just a race. You can sign on for a race, but you know. like, what if she had a sponsor that's like, like let's say Barbie? Barbie's like, we'll sponsor you for one race. We'll see how you do. <laughs> she likes pink, right? But like, would that happen, or can you do well, that, yeah, or no? Well, it depends on what the series is. For like example, for an IndyCar race for certain teams, that race might be three, four hundred thousand dollars for one race. Whereas in so all you stadium, have to do is either have that money yourself, three or four thousand dollars, no, or a sponsor has to contribute that to you. No, IndyCar is not going to let you just jump in a car. She can't pay for herself if she wanted to. Yeah, well, they're going to or see, anybody. Well, she would have to. Be, get an IndyCar license with that sanctioning body. They're not just going to let you in, in a car that can do 250 miles an hour and be like, I hope it works. Well, you said so that you they're to, 11. The people are 11 years not old. Not at that level. Okay. Like they start, like, so example, so you'd say how you went from karting to F4 and then like work your way up. And then what would be after F4, like, you know, go to the through the pro Mazda and all that stuff. Yeah. So when you start in karting, you do have a karting license. You get approved to run in higher races, like higher levels. And then from there, you I did a like a school, which is like Skip Barber, Lucas Oil. I actually got a scholarship to run um, the Lucas Oil series to get my license in order to run open wheel. Wait, stop. So you went to like a program, like a like a schooling. There is schooling that you can go to to get your license. But yep. you don't have to do that. Um, it depends. Because if you're like high up in carding, they could let just approve you. Like I just got approved from carding because I had a background of racing. But say you didn't do carding at all and you just wanted to go into open wheel, you would have to do a schooling in order to get a license in okay, order okay. to run the next one. Okay. Yeah. So I got... Yeah, so then I got approved to run Formula 4. And then from Formula 4, you can either go, there's routes. So basically each IndyCar and NASCAR or any type of racing, there's usually like a ladder. So you would start in like USF 2000. Uh, I think they call it Indy Pro 2000 now. And then Indy Lights, IndyCar. So it's like a ladder, four-step ladder that if you win the championship, they give you money to go to the next step, if that makes sense. Correct, yeah. But could you just use the money for whatever you want? Like, could you go to college with that money? No, or do you have no. to put that in racing. No, 
Yeah, you have to put it in right. It go it goes to pay for the team for the mechanics, the setup, the the engineers. Oh yeah, do you have like a pit crew team or does that not happen in Yeah. Monster? Yeah. Okay. It does it depends on like what racing you're in. Obviously, a stadium super truck pit crew is not going to know how to work on on a Formula 4 or they might. I don't Some know. Might, do you yeah. hire them? Do you pick your guys like your mom and, you know, the people to does. travel with you, your pit crew? usually does it all depends on who you're racing for so stadium super trucks they have a full pit crew so you but for each person yep. for each person yeah each truck has they, their own and crew they, they put it on yeah. their own dime well, you yeah. have to. so what we have like so for the last race that we were at road america zoe had sponsors that went on her truck that pays robbie gordon i had my sponsors that paid that for the truck and again it's not expensive that pay for your like racing fees. pay for a racing and sometimes like but they you, don't pay you the yeah, only way you get money is if you win the race is that no, right that's not true so sponsors depending on how much sponsorship you bring in it takes care for the whole truck mm -hmm. but it also can like anything over robbie gordon is good he he lets you keep the excess and that could be used for one just your pay you can use it for your airfare hotel accommodation so like when we go to australia we do very well because the promoters pay money you have sponsors so you know i mean you, like a lot of times you're you're making money so you make so, money through the yeah. overage of your sponsorship yeah well that's that's part of it so like that's in the IndyCar, salary of a race driver in indycar say example like uh you take scott dixon who's the uh you know, champion driver and he, he has PNC bank sponsoring him. Well, his team will say, all right, it's $5 million a year to sponsor. And then because it only costs 4 million for the car or whatever it is, we're going to pay Scott a million dollars a year. It's the numbers are more than that. I'm just using yeah, general but on terms. On your guys' level, like if it costs 5,000 to like, okay. Yeah. Same thing. So if it's like example, so say the run a stadium super truck, if it's, I don't know, for the crew or the car and everything, say it's like $20,000 per race, 15,000, 20,000 per race. Uh -huh. And you raise 50. Well, what if you, you only use, raised 11? Well, then, then, then it you're comes out of you. You just put the rest of your money down, right? Well, you could. Yeah. Or you're not racing. And then, then ideally you would win the race and then there would be a award money. Right? Yeah. And then there's prize money if you win prize the race. Money. Yeah. And we all like prize money, don't we, Zoe? Dang. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like impossible to get paid then if you're not super good. But like example, so X Just Games. accrue like a ton of sponsors. Who are some sponsors you have now? Um, Right now, this year, well, I'll start with last year. Last year I had Gas Monkey Energy yep. sponsoring me. They helped me out a lot last year. And then uh, Bill's helped me out with Sparko. Sparko's been helping me. What's that? And then this year I had my mom and my dad helping me out. It's all been a little bit of a mess due to COVID, but... We're working. Auto company, right? The one auto. Auto. I have auto, which yeah. is a car club. And yeah, they're based out of Scottsdale. So it helps out a lot. Cool. Who are your sponsors? So Sparko, well, Sparko's one of them. And so Sparko, um, I introduced her to Sparko so that Sparko can sponsor her. You said it so her. many times, it's scaring me. Okay. What is it? Sparko is, a, is an Italian company that manufactures race gear. So they, they, they make your fire suits, custom-made fire oh, suits, cool. your shoes, great, great uh, all your Nomex, so your fireproof underwear. Get, so. like, girl sponsors, like, specifically. Yeah. Like, get, like, Tampax. Well, her Let's mom's company does that, so her mom has a, a spa out in Arizona, right? So you can go to JJ's Spa and get pampered. So Yeah, Lavender's Day Spa, AZ Body Lab. That's where I get pampered before a race. Yes. What about like Pantene Pro-V or like Herbal Essences or like what What else is something that'll give us money? Yeah. Look at, see, Meg's trying to make money for you. And what do you do? Can you just call them and you. ask? 
Uh, like, do you, you want to sponsor me? People. Can I get 10,000 for this race? So lately I've been creating a marketing deck where Can you help us? We need that for our podcast. No, we're good. We're so I looked at just a few like examples and then I tried to put together like just everything about me and like what I would want to run. And then I just sent it off to like random sponsors. Like I would send it off to like the water I drink, like Essentia or like anything I drink or anything that could like be promoted at a track and like help them out. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like if I was drinking like this certain water and I just kept it on my truck or something and it was in the photos and everything like, that would help the company out. So you want to like figure out how you can help out a company. Yeah. At the end of the day, uh, a sponsor. So example, like AT&T, Verizon, they are really yeah, big in IndyCar. Yeah, get those guys. Yeah. So like companies like Verizon and AT&T, um, you know, they, they, what they do, they sponsor in F1. AT&T huge in F1. Verizon's huge in IndyCar and also NASCAR. And what they do is they look for uh, the business to business play so they can get a return on their investment. So they're saying, hey, let's sponsor here. But while they're in the paddock, they're in the garage area, they're doing business deals. It's all about that behind the scenes. Now to the drivers, like to Zoe and to me, we're trying to win races. But as a, obviously me as a businessman, I'm also trying to do and work deals and make connections because it's those connections like we've said on even other podcasts where, you know, we're trying to make those connections to make the, the business work because it has to be a win-win for everybody. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but, you know, obviously Zoe's young, she's up and coming, and I believe that she has everything and all the tools to become a, a, an amazing brand ambassador to these companies. And also she can get her butt into victory circle. And, you know, compete with the boys because it is a male dominated sport. And that's also I wanted to ask you is because I have three daughters and I know uh, me and your dad have talked about it. Me and your mom have talked about it at racetracks. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's been tough for women to be in that sport. And I know we're going to have other guests. So, you know, we have, uh, you know female, I will have a female and accomplished race car driver and female and businesswoman on later. Uh, and, uh, and you, you recently met with her, Lisa Clark and amazing individual. So, you know, we're going to get her perspective on how she dealt with it. And, you know, she's obviously, you know, older and been through everything and had to deal with that. But you coming up, like, what do you do to, to get through that where somebody's like, Oh, that's just, a girl she's only got that ride because she's pretty or blah 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 or when but then when they get you on the track and you kick their ass it's it's actually i've seen it happen and it's comical and they always make excuses like oh my tire pressure was this or my i lost this or oh or or she chopped me and she cut me off it's like no she beat you because she's faster (laughs) yeah so when I, i had to learn that at a very young age being in karting So I think that helped me out a lot being young and like being like, Hey, like you have to get respect on the track. So you have to earn respect from your competitors or it's just being a female in the motorsport. That's what you just have to do. So I remember when I was younger, I was like, okay, they're going to treat me this way. I'll just treat them this way back. If you want to like push me off the track, I'll just push you off the track back. So I earned that when I was super young and then just, I've always just remembered, like, I'm just another driver, whether I'm a girl or not, or everybody else, like, I'm just another driver, and I just want it as bad as they do. So I just kind of just have learned that it's okay. Like, it doesn't matter what they say, I'm just gonna drive and do the best I can. And if I'm a girl doing it, then that's even better. So 
Good for you. Yep. Who's the cutest driver right now? And uh, the cutest driver in Uh-oh, IndyCar. we're going to know this one. Uh-oh. If you look at my TikTok, you would know. But oh, Claire is my favorite driver. Who is it? Charles Leclerc. He's in- Let me look him up. Is he cute? He is. He, he's a good looking dude. Does he know who you are? F1, F1 driver. Charles LaFleur? Leclerc. Like L-E-C-L-E-R. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. He Do might. you know him? Yes, yeah, she knows of him. <laughs> you know what he looks like. Yeah. Let's see. He's got a glasses on. Oh, he's very cute. Did you, let me see. Oh Did my you get God, the right guy? Cute. How old is he? I think he's like 22. He he races 20. for Ferrari? Yeah, he's great Ferrari. sponsor. Yeah, he's a really good okay. F1 driver. Yes. Yeah, so what he yes, does. Yes, yes, yes. So listen, Meg, his former racing, their budget for Ferrari is 400 he's million. He's a Formula One racer? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love And Ferrari always has the best racers. Schumacher was great before uh, too, Michael. Mercedes will... Uh, Mercedes is doing pretty well. Mercedes oh my gosh. Will, Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes will beg to differ with your... Statement. What about, do you know who James Hinchcliffe is in Indy? Of so we, we shadowed him, him when I yeah. was- She like, knows him very well. What's that? I shadowed him when I was 15. So I followed him around the racetrack and like learned how like an IndyCar weekend goes. Isn't he lovely? Yeah, he's great. He has a huge fan base in Canada too. He does. Who he has his cool? own town. What about- uh, He's the mayor Mario, of Hinchtown. Uh, what's his grandson's name? Marco Andretti. Yeah. You know him? I don't know him very well, but I know of him. Yeah. He seems like he would be pretty cool to mentor. Who else? What about chicks in IndyCar? Uh, there, there's not any more. There's yeah. like one girl who's married to the other guy. What's her name? She's got blonde hair. I think there's only an IndyCar driver. Pippa Mann used to race. No, it's like a younger girl, closer to your age. She's married to another guy. IndyCar? No, there's no female IndyCar driver. It's not? No. Indy, Indy Lights, could it be? No. What about Maddie Brabham? Do you know him? Yeah. Yep. She raced against Maddie Brabham. His his uh, girlfriend is like a cute, like, great friend. Her, yeah. Kim, her, do you know Kim? She knows Kim. She's, She's lovely. Kim. Her and Kim are really good friends too. You're friends with Kim? No, I you. Met her at Road oh, okay. Yeah. I'm talking excellent. about you and Kim. Yeah. Who is the guy that was freaking has a girlfriend who's a racer? All right, forget it. What about Danica Patrick? Is she a hero of yours? Um, I look up to her like. The way she like took from her racing to like what she is now. Business. I heard she's a bitch. That, that she might be. It might have been from you. No. <laughs> uh, I, I well, I, I know some stories from the team. So, have that... you ever dated a driver? Um, no, not really. Huh. I I haven't dated any. Like, I just like don't want to be like known as like anything else until I have my brand like established. So yeah. you're only gonna date civilians, okay? Cool. I think she's even saying like, hey, she's not even dealing with relationships or men until she figure out her career. Like she's focused yeah. on her racing and she's not going to let a boy distract her. Like, But she has a lot of good <laughs> friends in racing. So again, she's friends with the sons of PJ Jones, who is the son of uh, Parnelli Jones. So Parnelli Jones, Indy 500 winner. PJ Jones, accomplished IndyCar driver and NASCAR driver, like a really good racing family. And uh, Jagger and his sons, are they were in karting and they're race car drivers. So like she's surrounding herself with all the people that she needs to surround herself with to be a, a excellent professional race car Isn't driver. Isn't there a girl driver named Courtney something? She's a... Oh, it? you're talking. To, she's talking about What's Graham Rahal. Yes, and her. Yeah, yes. but she's like a top fuel funny car driver. 
That's a funny car driver. That they just go straight in line for a quarter of a mile. Do you know her? She I don't good? know who that is. I think she's I, Courtney I Force. She was good. Yeah, Courtney. Yeah, there we go. Courtney oh, Force. I think I've heard of her name. You know, John Force's yeah. daughter. Yeah. So there's like a lot of nepotism in racing. Like basically, you can't break into it unless you have like a, a dad that was in it or grandpa or something, right? Uh, it's just like that. does it happen? But it's unlikely. Yeah, it's like a okay. lot harder without the connection. Right, right, right. So like a lot of girls in karting. There was a lot more girls when I was younger, and then as you move up, it starts to like not be as many yeah well because it gets expensive and that's also in anything so if you played baseball or football or soccer hockey volleyball as you start getting to that next level the the better numbers start becoming less and less because you know the cream rises to the top and the pretenders or the people that without that lack the talent they may not lack effort but they lack the talent to take it to that next level so that's why like at this point when Zoe made the transition from karting to F4 to even stadium super trucks, there's so many people that go and test with at Robbie Gordon in uh, North Carolina and uh, Charlotte and they get to test and they never hit, they have all the money that they can. They come backing with sponsors, like huge sponsors They could pay for a season 20 times over, but they, uh, they don't want to get in that truck again because it's very dangerous. You know, think about it. You're taking a truck that could go top speed 165 miles an hour and you're purposely launching it into the air 20, 30 feet in the air for 300 feet in distance. And when you're in that, like the first time you hit a jump, Zoe, you know, you hit that jump and you're a passenger. Yeah. You, you're like, I hope I land. <laughs> yeah. Usually in like a race car, you want, you have to be in control like the whole time. You want to be like, overly in control and then in the stadium super trucks when you're through the air you're not really in control in a sense anymore because you're flying through the air you're throwing a truck that's supposed to be four wheels on the ground through the air so (laughs) it's definitely a different aspect of racing but if you can get over the fear then it's so much fun cool 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 are you in school zoe i'm not in school i graduated high school last year oh mazel tov how did you like high school? I loved high school. It was fun. It was also, uh, it learned, like taught me a lot how to manage doing racing and doing school. So I learned how to like manage my time a lot just because I would be gone for like five days of the weekend. You leave on Tuesday, you get there on Wednesday, and then you're there for the whole weekend. You maybe fly back on Monday and you're missing like a whole week of school. So it was a lot for me to manage. Sounds like it went well. Yeah. <laughs> her whole school year, her whole life in school, she was on vacation the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I had to get a waiver by like my school or whatever to like, they're like, as long as you get good grades, we don't care how many days of school you miss. And so, like, you have like 180 days, and I think I missed like 60 days of school. Good Lord. You're going to get a, you're going to get a letter after they listen to the podcast and say, we're rescinding your high school diploma. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to take it back. Like, Actually, never yeah. mind. You didn't graduate. Yeah, give it back. Yeah. Anyway, so what what do you think has been the biggest challenge to you as a person, as a female, as a as a driver, um, or maybe maybe not in the past? What do, what do you think is the biggest challenge now? Uh, it could be COVID, it could whatever. Uh, as far as like getting to that next level, I think COVID definitely did put a little dent on where I was going because being in the middle of like 
the start well I guess not the start but like being in the middle of your career and get ready to like keep going and then you have that like kind of like set you back and now being with like companies like companies are kind of like iffy now just because of the whole COVID like nobody knows what's going to happen and I've never really had that so I was like that's been a struggle for me to like understand and try and get through but I think that was has been the most difficult um also learning how to get sponsors I've been not struggling but it's definitely a different thing you have to learn especially in today's climate because like you said companies right now they're kind of keeping everything close to the vest and they're like hey listen our budgets for anything we don't know because we don't know what's happening tomorrow. But now there's um, not really that many great avenues to advertise on anymore. Exactly. So this is a you, you're a great opportunity for a business too to advertise. Absolutely, because th- think about all these. Dude, people. you can get sponsors that these old men can't get. You should really try to. That's what cultivate that. It like helps out too, is because thinking about being a female, I can only use that to my advantage. A lot yeah, of people exactly one hundred percent. Yeah, a lot of people think it's a disadvantage, but it gives me another reason to like stand out. Yeah. So I I just been learning that I can use this to my advantage no matter what. So the one thing I've also noticed to so what you were saying to Meg, which you made a great point, was that it's it's people are trying or companies are trying alternative ways to advertise to get their message out. So you see TikTok and you see Instagram and there ain't hey, nothing wrong with it. They're, they're doing their thing. And I commend them for it. But so you see Instagram models and TikTok models and they're making millions and millions of dollars. But at the end of the day, all they're doing, you know, this is going to come out as an unpopular opinion, but Hey, dancing for 30 seconds is really not a talent, but Hey, that's how people want to, you know, advertise no, but with Zoe, here's the thing, though. What I'm saying is, like, a brand or a company should want to support someone like Zoe because she's not what I call that one-trick pony. Like, you know, when TikTok is done and Facebook is done and Instagram is done, there's going to be something else. But, like, you know, somebody that's a professional athlete in a sport that, you know, has Fortune 100 and 500 companies backing, you know, to support someone like Zoe, then you get that access and that proximity of being around other companies that you can do business with and there's that b2b so like she can do that for someone and people you know i mean obviously everyone you're going to see this podcast and hear the podcast and listen to it and you can tell that like person a very professional spokesmodel but here's the thing her results she'll get the results on the track so she'll be at the pointy end to where the cameras are seeing her car with the logos on it. And then she could show up to your events and be like, hey, you know, you know, do personal appearances. So and that's who you want. I mean, do you want that or do you want someone doing a WAP dance on a TikTok? You know, I, I wouldn't want someone doing a WAP dance promoting. But isn't that a derogatory word for an uh, Italian? No. <laughs> is Cardi it? B. I don't know. It is. Well, Cardi B changed it. So Cardi B has like right now people are like i don't know why they're doing it but people are paying tiktokers to do this dance and to promote their product doing this dance that's a song from cardi b and it's just dance yeah you'll see it all over tiktok if you if you look can you show us the dance zoe no she's not gonna (laughs) do that i'm not that's one thing i don't do is i don't yeah Thank God yeah. you're normal, dude. Good. Yeah. No, actually, so Zoe's, mother, Zoe's okay? social There's media. There's a lot of predators in this. 
Ugly world. There's always social media. Hey, what is about awesome. that? Do you ever feel like there's any like predatory figures in racing? Like, do you ever feel like people rub you the wrong way? Like, yeah, um, like yeah, kind of creepy. Sometimes. Especially because there's a lot of older men in this. Like, you're so young. Yeah. yeah, I just like, I just like read people well, so I know when someone's like not good or like good or just be like friendly, but like not talk to them again. <laughs> but she also has people that are. It's like, good that your parents are with you. That's definitely. Yeah. Not always. Sometimes they let her go off by herself, but her parents know that she has <laughs> like, oh, she travels all alone by herself all the time. So, and then the, her mom will drive like the, the RV to, so that she has a place to stay and stuff like that. Her mom's her best pick crew, by the way. And then, uh, but here's the thing. She has anywhere she goes, like say when we're at mid Ohio that time, I mean, she has Casey Mears there, you know, or she has, you know, now Robbie Gordon or myself. So we're like either, I won't say other like stepfathers. I'm gonna say like uh, uncle. Yeah, or, you know, like, yeah, we're like uncles. You know, they and, take care of me if I need it. Or stepbrothers. So yeah, we're always looking out. And uh, but same thing we would do for like a Max Gordon. So Max is Robbie's 12 year old son, and I consider him. You know, like hey, I'm like hey, I'm Uncle Bill. So if somebody, I even. <laughs> The funny thing was for that race, I'm like, Max, don't worry. If anyone messes with you, anyone touches you, I'm going to take them out for you. So let's go. And I'm the one that took them out. <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, I felt so bad. I felt horrible. Max is like that Uncle Bill, man. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I went to get him in the truck when he crashed and he rolled. I get out. I, I go to get him. I'm like, are you okay? He's like, who wrecked me? I'm like, well, it was kind of me. And he punches me in the balls. <laughs> right there it was funny as hell oh my god i'm like i'm like to the medical guy he's okay don't worry he's okay it's all good he's fine but then he's hugging me like hours later he's hugging me he's like that's okay bill you owe me one so you 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 have to you know block everyone for me next race i'm like all right i'll do that max it's yeah. Gotta- <laughs> yeah it's so fun the ssd trucks was a blast i had so much fun and everyone's super nice there and we're all like it's it's a kind of a different aspect because we're all under like the same team like we all have the same people working on us and we're all just like all together under a tent we're usually like in formula four you're on a different team racing against different yeah. people so it was a cool different experience for me to have that see the thing with sst and you'll, you'll probably agree with me is that we're trying to first and foremost to put on a show yeah, we're putting on a race. It's a real race. Oh, it's not, like WWF wrestling, yeah, right? But it, yeah, but see, some people okay. think it's scripted. Like, oh, but like theatrical. today's Robbie's turn to win. Yeah. But we're not. We don't script anything. It's like, let's have at it. But we all know as a driver that if we do our job, we're going to put on a very entertaining show. So we're going to race hard. But she's right, though. There is like a less of a competitive nature to it because you guys have the same people working in your cars. There's like Behind the scenes. But once the green flag goes, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. Like, we're banging. We're We're just trying to win so you know i always say like during the race you feel like killing anyone around you and just beating them and even like 10 15 minutes after the race while your adrenaline's coming down but we know that we want to put on a show first and foremost for the fans and then at the end of the day when when we're out and the like so many fans come up to us after the race and that's when we all we're like, hey Zoe, come here, sign this this autograph for someone. In other sports, you wouldn't see, you know, Charles from F one going to Lewis Hamilton. Hey Lewis, can you sign this for my fan? Because Zoe, I mean, shit, Zoe has female man. She has a bright pink truck. So many. I, it, it, as a father of three girls, 
it was so refreshing to see like young girls were coming up to Zoe saying, mom, dad, you mean I can do that? And like, yeah, you can do anything you want. So like, she's becoming a role model to young children to say like, I, I can, I can do anything I want. Like that girl is in that truck flying in the air, like, like superwoman. That's what they're saying. It was amazing. I loved it. I loved it too. It was great seeing like younger kids. They're like, wait, like I can do that. Like you mean I can drive that too. And I'm like, yeah, like you can do anything you put your mind to. I have been dreaming of driving an SST truck for about, I first saw them at Long Beach in 2015 when I was shadowing Hinchcliffe and I was like, yeah. wait, I want to drive one of those. <laughs> and so then finally I just made it happen and got the opportunity. And it's so cool to see like younger females, even like people my age, like that's so cool. Like you're just doing this like the best you can and putting on a show for us. And I just would have, some people thought that the pink truck was like not even a girl inside of it. They were like, you're just flying like everybody else, like flying through the air. Like I would have never thought that it was a girl. And it's like, yeah, like whatever car you get into, like when you have your helmet on, nobody can tell. Right. Like, so you never know who's in that car doing whatever they can. Yep. That, and that's the key. So uh, other drivers too, you know, in other sports, you may like the first time going in, you know, basically in other sports, like if she went to another open wheel series, you know, some people, guys would be like, oh, okay, she got to prove herself and make her earn it. And they, they might even do her dirty, but see an SST before you're allowed to even race in a professional race with SST, you have to go through the gauntlet of a, 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 a training, uh, with Robbie Gordon at his, at his, um, at his shop and at his track. And if you pass that, then all the other drivers, like when she came in, we respected her as one of us immediately because like, okay, if Robbie, Robbie, he will not do anything to harm other drivers or to harm his equipment because that's his brand. So for him to allow someone into the series, you know, basically that's his stamp of approval and to have Robbie's highest stamp of approval. That's like, okay, she's one of us now, a driver, not a female driver, just a driver and she competed and she was really good and she kept getting better and better and better and better like, did you have to do a qualify thing to get an SST how did that happen probably wouldn't let me do it for a long time you just wanted to be a, a driver no they I was driving amateur stuff and I was doing really good in cars like I remember car you stuff, used to do like a sport cars, sports cars yeah, yeah all like that for stuff. fun yeah just well yeah amateur stuff just uh-huh. fun but I yeah. would beat everyone and so EJ Vizo so Ernesto you know the IndyCar driver was he young yeah, he's younger than me. He's like I think Beaver. I remember hanging out with him. Yeah, you hung out with him. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyway, he was like, "I think you should do SST. You would love it. You're crazy." So he got me into SST. But how did you actually get into it? Like, did you have to qualify? I, show yeah, up with your sponsors? Robbie, because again, like she started in karting. I kind of started right. later. And but you, what you were the, doing amateur like elective things. So like, if I was racing sports cars for fun, now I want. Well, I did. I also went to trucks. Skip Barber to tr- like for that. You'd have to. You have to go. Before oh, you did they the school too. You, yeah, before you do that, you have to go to a racing. How much school does one of those schools for, cost? Twenty five hundred bucks. And it's like a month long or something. Three four days. Three four days. But then you go to a like a basic training. That one, is like advanced the, I training. told Michael to do this years ago to do his own little racing school because people will pay for it and like. It's so true. You, yeah. Y'all will pay for it. People pay for it. Yeah. Tons. But see, so to even race amateur, 
they want you to see like, hey, you graduated and learned racecraft, like how to pass, how to, you know, move over uh, the safety, what the flags are. It's very technical, um, you know, how you're calculating your fuel, all those different things t- for racecraft. So in, in that situation, she had to go through a school, you know, and get a competition license and then do some amateur races and karting and then moved up through the thing. So, you know, she had... A, you know, going into it a lot more experience. So her transition into SST, I would say was easier than say mine, where I was just coming straight from amateur and like Robbie, I mean, I probably went through eight different training courses with Robbie directly before I hit the time limit or level or safety levels that he said, okay, you're approved to race an SST. Now, is this how you met him? Or were you guys friends before no, I've known him? Robbie for years. Okay, so he so was Robbie's helping you the brother-in-law of Ryan Hunter-Ray. Ryan Hunter-Ray is married to that blonde lady. So that blonde lady's brother is Robbie Gordon. Yeah, Becky it. Gordon, who is also a race car driver. Oh, yeah. Ryan Hunter-Ray, he, he won the Indy 500 when we... Yes. So that was that. So basically, yeah. So she <laughs> only took two days to do it. So Two days? $3,000? That's money no, well spent, No, 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 no. She No, that was... She took two days at Robbie Gordon's track to to ah. basically be accepted into uh, USAC. USAC is the sanctioning body. So before USAC would sanction you, you have to go through a training with stadium super trucks, jump them, show, show that you have the truck control because they're totally different than any. Tell us about the difference between a stadium super truck truck and and the handling and everything the characteristic does as far as like instead of downforce that has upforce then your say open wheel cars which has a massive downforce yeah so open wheel has so much downforce and there's no the main thing with the sst trucks i would say is like the body roll like half of the time when you're turning and you're three-wheeling you can't see over so you have to know where you're going or how it's going to react or how it's going to handle Versus like an open wheel, you can always see where you're going and it's completely flat because you only have downforce and from there. And then in the SST trucks, it's body roll, three wheel, you can two wheel, like there's so much in the tires have so much more grip to where it just holds and you just have to like trust the car to hold you through a turn when you're up on three wheels or when you go up off of a jump and you know that you're going to have to be full throttle off the jump and it's or it's going to nosedive or the way you fly and there's so much more to learn in an SST truck than I would say an open wheel is more of like when you're in karting it's kind of the same basics just on a higher level and faster yeah so it's ah. higher faster level yeah people don't realize that the truck is <laughs> simple as it looks there's so much like hey you throttle manipulation to learn how to fly whether like a Matt Brabham or, or like he loves to nosedive, whereas someone equally as good like a Sheldon Creed likes to fly nose high. Like I personally like nose high. Me too. I don't, I don't like as uh, Matt Nolte, the Australian announcer, calls it the tooth chipper. You come down like on an angle and it's like, oh my goodness. You just you like. When you're staring at the ground, you're like, oh, I'm coming for the ground on a nosedive. I'm like. Mm. At over 100 miles an hour, you're just coming like hurtling toward the ground you're like yeah i'd rather see the heavens than the hell (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of funny yeah Yeah, it's great so what do you think 2021 is going to hold for zoe in racing and your career i would love to do some sst races in australia for one if on the sst topic and then i would love to get in more sports cars 
I loved racing the Saline S1. So I would like the opportunity to like race, do more of that, maybe GT4 or anything in IMSA or something like that. So that's what I'm hoping for next year. Yeah, you guys made in debut. You kicked ass in that Celine race. You finished uh, P2. Um, what what an excellent weekend you did. And uh, I'm sure, you know, I know Robbie, everyone came away so impressed with you at Stadium Super Trucks that uh, there's no doubt that uh, you'll, you'll do more races, you know, maybe even this year. I think we're going to have one or two more races this year with Stadium Super Trucks. I'm sure you've earned your right to, to – uh, be in that truck and uh, tangle it up with us. And uh, also for next year, yeah, I know Alex Prema from Prema Racing has been interested in putting Zoe in a GT4 car, an LMP3 car. So she's getting a lot of interest. Can you be her agent? I'm, try- I'm trying to. I'm just kidding. No, I, I don't do that. But but my point is like anyone like, you know, as highly as I talk to her because she's, she's doing it and she's competing and she's actually making a difference in the sport to even young girls and to other to young boys. They're looking up. They see this, this young person who's, you know, just graduated high school, but she's out there doing it and living her dream. But I also speak highly of someone like Matt Brabham, who's older and more accomplished. And, you know, there's people out there in racing that absolutely deserve a shot. To yeah, take Maddie's it to the next incredible. Maddie's amazing, and his girlfriend's amazing. And but he also the, comes from a racing family because I asked him the yeah. same thing. I was like, "How do you get it?" It seems like again, nepotism is very big in the race world. Like yeah. people don't just fall into racing. Yeah, for sure. I would say in the lower levels, like karting, it's like more of like a hobby, and then to go to the next step, most people do have a racing background exactly. from right, yeah. right. But yeah, it's it's crazy. So Dan, um, you got anything? Not really loving what you guys are doing. Yeah. Well, to Dan, our producer's behind the camera. Sometimes he likes to chime in and ask questions and stuff like that. I mean, so. this is not my uh, field yeah, of expertise. Not your forte. So. <laughs> Zoe, what do you like as a, a civilian driver? Do you have a bunch of speeding tickets? <laughs> um, this is actually a funny story. I just, She's like, I don't have my license. <laughs> you don't have a license? <laughs> no, I was, think, I was guessing she was going to say oh, that. Oh, 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 I thought you said <laughs> No, I actually got a speeding ticket in a Prius. So I ha- do have. If anyone a- would, that would be you. That would be me to get a speeding yeah. ticket in a Prius. Yeah, it was a motorcycle cop though, so I saw it coming. But other I than see that, you saying, I try to keep it clean. I could see you saying getting in the Prius and going, "Let's see what this baby can do." <laughs> I could just see you doing that. I had a so my mom made me drive a Prius when I was in high school. Just because she was like, you're going to drive this Prius and you're going to like it. The fuel's mileage is great. Oh, yeah. 51 miles to the gallon, guys. It's wow. pretty good. Wow. Look it up. Don't scrunch your eyebrows at me. That's funny. You're like, Mom, you just put me in hell for years. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's, your, that's your little timeout. Uh, Zoe, you have to drive the Prius today. Damn it. Yeah, she's like, you have to drive the Prius today. I'm like, okay. And then I get a speeding ticket. Look what you did. See, but, mom, if I was in a Ferrari, I wouldn't have got a speeding ticket. Yeah. I, don't, so like, I don't need I don't can, need to go fast. Can your civilian driving record affect your racing at all? Ooh, no, actually. What if you get a DUI though? Does it matter? Things, just curious. If you get a DUI, a you DUI, can still race cars? I, I, uh depending on the series, but Zoe? I, uh, yeah, I don't think so. Mm-mm. It's like two separate things. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't think it can well maybe. Actually, you know what? No, Alan Sir Jr. It should, though. Alan but this was back in the 80s and 90s. Alan Sir Jr. had a DUI, and uh, he they let him race. 
But. I mean, I guess you run the risk of like sponsors dropping you just for PR or something like that. Yeah, that but, for sure. Like, but like this, like state super a, trucks as an organization does not. A judge says you your license is suspended. It's like you can't drive anything. No, uh, because your your personal license does not. It's it's, it's not like the track is like a private facility. I don't know, dude. I would love to ask a judge that. I mean, like does anybody know a judge? This is like a way smaller scale, but like you know, if you had a go kart like track in your backyard if you, yeah, get, you lose can. your license you can still go do that yeah, i don't know obviously that's private smaller, property but... you can drive yeah. on yeah i don't know i don't think you're supposed to operate a vehicle no you can because yeah. <laughs> it's not registered it's not on the the public like yeah. zoe's not taking her f4 uh on like the arizona highways That'd yeah be, no <laughs> i dare you to do that i i don't know i think if i took the gas monkey car out on the highway it would be a Definitely, people would look at me a little funny. See, I would I would take the stadium super truck on it just to see what was going on. But Robbie did that in Australia. Did oh, not is that street legal? Like, are you allowed to just do that? No. Or they... Well, okay. he he. Uh, they gave him a, a traffic. They gave him a ticket, and they were in. They uh, threatened to uh, seize the truck and um, destroy <laughs> take it. Take his children away. <laughs> yeah. Well, they almost took Max. So away, it was yeah. fine. Yeah. If Max was in Australia, they would have taken him. You've met Paul Morris before, have you, or no? I have not yet. Yeah. I want to go to his track, though, that you were talking about. Yeah, honestly, I suggest that for any young uh, up-and-coming driver because, yeah, you can find people that can teach you here, but the style and the way they can translate it to the young up-and-coming driver, and, like, you could just look at all the people and drivers that he's, like, his Norwell Motorplex on the Gold Coast in Australia are doing like he's getting results so obviously they're onto something and they have the special sauce and he owns his own track so like all day you can be getting that track time that is what is most important as an up-and-coming driver and he has like a skid pad so you, your car control so actually what advice would you give speaking of that to a person that wanted to get into racing and whether they're young, whether they're later in life, like what, what would be your advice? Like saying, Hey, I'm starting out. I, I want to get into racing. I think it's fun. I would say learn the basics first. So in karting, that's a great way to learn basics, whether you're younger or older. I loved, that was like the best part of me really getting like my race craft down. And now there's other opportunities that you can do to learn race craft, like the schooling and stuff. But I would say learn your basics and then you can go from there and lots and lots of seat time. I would say seat time. I know it's sometimes harder to get in like cars and stuff, but as much seat time as that you can get would be the best way to improve. Awesome. So with that, I think, you know, uh, unless Meg has any more questions, I'm going to encourage everyone to follow Zoe on uh, Instagram and honestly her TikTok channel is hilarious um, I think every day there's something with like she is so ready to get back to racing I mean you probably have worn your racing suit more in the last uh, like three four months under quarantine than you actually do when you're actually racing in your season like she's always wearing her helmet she's always got her gloves on and just you know you're probably annoying your mom walking around the house with it all on like I can't wait to race She's like, what are you doing? What are you filming? I was like, I'm filming a TikTok just again in my race gear. Or she'll like, I'll leave my helmet around the house. And she's like, why is this out? And I'm like, well, I was filming a TikTok like an hour ago. Polishing my helmet. Getting my gear ready just in case I get the call. Just in case they call me up right now. I'm ready. So 
yeah, the TikTok's been a great platform now. Now there there's a creator fund. So now that I post, I get paid to post like per thousand views. I think it's yeah. a or something. But with like the whole TikTok algorithm, like you can make money. Wait, how much is it per thousand views? What is it? It's like one cent per. Stop it! One cent. Yeah. For a thousand views, stop it! This is like prison. How you can't yeah, ever accrue a, any money? Yeah, but say Addison Ray did one video and her she had a hundred. Just a TikTok creator. She'd had one post. You know who that is? Yeah, everyone knows who that is. She's, She's like, there's like, there's the top tiers on TikTok who yeah. are like the most famous and followed. So everybody knows. There's a for you page on TikTok. So yeah. they create like it's like whatever you're talking about, <laughs> but like they create a page of like your interests. So yeah, someone told me this, that like TikTok learned their like algorithm oh, so yeah. quickly, faster than any software they've ever used they before. Yeah. Like they can TikTok got it down. imitate you so quickly. So this girl had a hundred million views on a 30 second WAP dance. And she got you for that, stop saying that. For, that's the dance. So that, that, I'll tell you offline what it actually means. It's not an Italian derogatory. It Plus is. I'm Italian. No. Anyway, here's was the thing. she dancing in a bathing suit? Zoe, no, you can no, tell no, me. no. She wasn't. And for this one, and not anyway, this, not this one. No. But here's <laughs> the thing. For that thirty seconds, for that thirty seconds, she was paid like five thousand dollars from TikTok. I, I mean, I would take that for every thirty seconds. What, Dan? Would you want that? 30 seconds of work, $5,000. Yeah, yeah. Dan's like, my rate just went up, Bill. <laughs> Steve's like, pay me. But yeah, so so it's like that. So the the power of exponential growth and people on the platform. Zoe, don't sell your soul for one cent. I don't care. Well, Zoe doesn't dance. Good. But that's the thing, though. Stay close with your mother and yeah. father, okay? Oh, they're amazing. Read a lot. They got a good team over there. Okay. Yeah. And she's got good people behind her, like Casey Mears and Robbie Gordon, you know, and uh, Max Gordon. I know Max Gordon looked up to you. Yeah, he did. He has now working on TikTok because I told him I yeah. was like, make content on TikTok, and so now he's all excited. And he's, you're like the can you big take him to sister. Yeah, you're like the big sister he never had. Does she know your girls? What? Does she know your daughters? Do you no, know Bill's daughters? No, she I'm sure you met him at the races. No, don't don't meet him. Yeah, she's never That's been a great out of gal pals. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, you guys, great little gal pals. Yeah, they would. Yeah. She, I want her to talk to Do your to daughters my... want to race at all? Do they have any interest? No, not at all. Well, maybe one day. Maybe, maybe one day. Her. Maybe if they see me race, you never know. Yeah. Yep. Maybe. Well, we'll bring them to a Beautiful. race and, you know, you could teach my uh, oldest what not to do on TikTok. So <laughs> she, she posted one. I was like, no. You're like, no, yeah. don't do that. Zoe, I'm so impressed by you. I want an autograph or something cool. Thank you. I'm going to try and see if I can get Tampax to sponsor you. No, that's whatever. <laughs> but anyway, I'm very impressed with Zoe. I think any brand that's looking for, you know, a professional race car driver uh, that can offer, you know, something that, you know, others don't have, you know, that Zoe's the person. And, you know, she's very um, serious about her brand and how she represents herself. And she's authentic to herself and authentic to her family and she's an honest person and you know there's nothing else to say <laughs> so but everyone we're out be good hey thanks for tuning into this podcast you know it's a, it's a thing that uh i wanted to do for a while at first i actually didn't want to do it for a while but then a couple people wanted me to do a reality show a couple people wanted me to do you know a different podcast but 
they always they wanted to take creative control. They want to tell me what to say, and you know that's not going to happen with Bill Hines. So, you know, I want you guys to basically come back to me. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you know if you have questions or if you want me to give you any advice. Certain real estate topics, certain business topics, and uh, you know I'm more than happy to do that. And uh, it's free. But uh, you know if something blows up, don't sue me if it's the wrong advice. So disclaimer. Yeah, anything you want to hear, if it's for racing, if it's any other sports, you know, open to all those questions. Yeah, so just come back to us. Let us know what type of uh, things you want to hear and talk about. And uh, we make a list. And, you know, every week we can, you know, give you what you want to hear. And that's what we're here for. We're here for people that want to listen. And uh, all right, guys, that's a wrap on this show. And, uh, you know, just want to thank everyone for tuning in. As I like to say, be good. Boom. Now let's shout.